sharing with me, Tawny, and her mom, Marielle. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. We are back after an unannounced hiatus. Uh, it's a beautiful day in New Jersey. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in New Jersey. <laughs> and we're ready to overshare. Yeah. So last week got away from us a little bit. We knew that you were having surgery. We didn't know how early we had to check in for your surgery. Yeah. And I was first case. You were the first case. But anyway, you got your gallbladder out. You're I did. You're one organ short. I did get my gallbladder out. It was a long, long time coming. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, I got diagnosed with gallstones in May of 2020, but it was the start of the pandemic, and I was like, nah, yeah. not happening. With the elective surgeries and yeah. shit. Yeah, and then other things came up, and it just kept getting pushed back, but then I just kept getting sicker from it. Uh, some self-induced, you know, from my yeah. food choices, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, last Friday I had it done. It was, um, not a bad experience, but again, another surgery where I came out of it just, you know, later that day vomiting and nauseated and it was just awful. And I hate to sound so dramatic over it, but the vomiting is just one thing that just I could take pain, but vomiting is just yeah. awful. I just... I would imagine a lot of people yeah. feel that way. Throwing up is so terrible. We don't have to keep harping on it, I guess. When you have nothing in there, too. Yeah. The dry heaving. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then there are people... I'm so glad I'm not, but there are people who cannot even see someone get sick without getting sick themselves. Oh, yeah. That's your brother. Definitely <laughs> my brother. I'm, but I'm so glad that's I'm not. my sister. One of my sisters. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad I'm not that way because it does have to be so difficult, especially if you do have children. Like, how do you handle I that? generally wasn't that way, but I find myself becoming more sensitive to it now. But I've thrown up more in the past year than I think that I've ever thrown up in my life. Yeah, you've been throwing up a lot. Yeah, not, not fun. <laughs> no. But the overall experience that I had... Um, it was amazing. I just, yeah, yeah I can't even, um, I wish I had everybody's names. And I know that when I do my follow-up, I want to get everybody's names yeah. of the team that took care of me from the point of check-in to check-out because my experience was great. And I don't know if that's because I was an employee or if that's because I mean, I hope that, it's not because so you're do an employee. <laughs> so do I. Um, but I didn't hear anything like that I would have thought oh my god why are they talking to them like that or anything you know right so um but even I mean I was at the check-in and check-out with you and right. those parts were great yeah for sure mm-hmm. so yeah um but pain wise I did not experience a lot of pain which I'm glad for which meant I didn't need to take pain the meds. pain medicine yeah. which then could have led to constipation and but one of, I think I, I skipped around because I want to say that right upon check-in, as the nurse came into the room, I'm not even in a gown yet, right? Um, they prep you. They put the band, the, all the bands on, and they yeah. said, oh, uh, Dr. Chinaki's, um system for this is a pre-prep of 10 milligram heparin shot in your stomach mm-hmm. for... Um, 
for clotting. Blood clots, yeah. 1,000 milligrams of Tylenol for pain. And then a three-day nausea patch behind your ear. And they did all of that right. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that's crazy. And imagine if I didn't have the patch behind my ear, how much more. I know, you still had some nausea. Mm -hmm. Well, after your cancer... Sur- like after your surgery to have your cancer removed you got really sick and we thought that it was the anesthesia that had made you sick and i believe that it was and that was but then when you went in for your dnc you told them that you know about your issues that you'd have with the anesthesia so then they didn't use it's a different type of anesthesia general anesthesia right? yeah and that nurse uh definitely covered me and 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 i had fentanyl so um but she had covered for me the for breast something. cancer surgery right mm-hmm. For the uh, oh, DNC, for the gallbladder surgery. The DNC. Oh, sorry. Sorry, um, sorry. But this one, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the anesthesia that made me sick or just a combination of everything. Yeah. But. I mean, it is a trauma to your body. <sighs> but what, I'm, I'm like six days post-op. I followed everything, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got out of bed. We even walked out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? To the pharmacy, walked out. I definitely... I definitely feel so much better. It's so interesting because I also had my gallbladder removed, but we had such different experiences because I had an emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. So I had went with gallbladder pain for years and didn't know that. Like I just was, I mean, I've always had um, like gastrointestinal issues. I've always had stomach issues. I've been rocking IBS since like the beginning of time, right? I think you've even talked about how colicky I was. Uh-huh. And I was always, yeah. I've always had an upset stomach. My environment truly affects my ability to function, like my body and things like that. So I had pain for years. Started out in high school. They would give, they would do the ultrasounds and stuff like that. And they would never be able to find anything. anything. And it wasn't until this one night I had a really big gallbladder attack. I was probably, I think I was 24. It was like a Thursday night. I was in excruciating pain. I'm like in the fetal position on the couch. It felt like... Like, I, I can't even explain it. It felt like my shoulder was, like, falling off my body. <laughs> Ain't I, that something? And, and my brother had come home, and I asked him. I was, like, laying, like, really in the fetal position, like, cu- like hunched over. And I asked him, I'm like, can you just dig in my shoulder? Like, I also get these really bad stress knots. Mm-hmm. I get them very often. It's, like, a super – it just happens. And my brother used to make fun of me because I would complain about how much they hurt until he – actually was like rubbing in one one time like putting medicine on it and he's like holy shit it's like a softball yeah and that's what i thought was going on so he's like yeah 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 so he's like pushing on it rubbing and it just hurt so bad and it wasn't getting better i wasn't getting any relief and he's like well i'm gonna go wake mom up and tell her what's going on and i'm like no she has work in like two hours it was the middle of the night i think at this point and he's like well i'm either gonna punch you in the fucking face <laughs> or wake mom up so I remember that. I think his rationale was like, if I punch you in the fucking face, you'll go to sleep. Right. You know? And he and he woke me up, letting me know that, hey, sorry, but <laughs> Tawny's downstairs. She you knows she's sick. Something's wrong. I gave her a choice. She's been like this and wouldn't wake you. So yeah, that that was it. And we went in and went in, and I ended up being the last surgery of the night. Mm-hmm. They wanted to send me home on pain management, but then it was a nurse pra- female yeah. nurse practitioner. Yeah. Who kept you there it was for pain management (laughs) right but i ended up in surgery yeah anyway it was one of those crazy things i've only had surgery i mean outside of my wisdom teeth i've had surgery twice i think 
And both were emergency, like, crazy situations. Mm -hmm. So I've had quite a few, and now I'm just finding that I have different... Um, obviously as things change, you know, I have different reactions to what I believe is anesthesia because years past, I would have trouble, uh, urinating post post surgery. And then I would have to stay for another hour or two with more fluids. fluids. Yeah. But now it's, um, things have changed. So I definitely would rather not pee than vomit. I can tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. I, (laughs) understand that anyway it's so interesting how just how different our bodies are though do you know what i mean because one of my friends her mom recently had a gallbladder surgery and she it was just terrible for her like it was a really terrible time and then i've had friends who have had a lot of pain a lot of discomfort coming out of it which is kind of what i expected for you and you didn't really experience any of that thankfully no i no i didn't experience that you know, I went to bed Friday night, only took Tylenol. I slept, you know, through the night. And I, and then that Saturday morning around 5 a.m., I did take the, an oxycodone yeah. um, because of my belly button was, like, feeling a little discomfort in there. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't know what's going to happen when I try to get up. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I didn't need anything since. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But you can't predict it at all. It's no, those... and nobody's textbook. And I think that's the biggest issue is that people are like, oh, this is what you get. It doesn't. It really matters to the person, yeah. not the surgery. Yeah. You know, those lists are only things you could or could not get. You know what I mean? But I mean, even everybody's different. Getting your tonsils out, right? right? Like my brother and I both, again, had completely different experiences. I was sick for days. I was vomiting. Like mm-hmm. I just couldn't get out of bed. And my brother came home and was eating fried chicken mm-hmm. the day of. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> So one of the pluses of my surgery is I'm going to be working from home for a while. And yesterday I, um, I needed, I needed to handle some things for an employee, even though I was off every damn, my phone did not work. Mm -hmm. I had to call into my company, get it on the phone. And as he's tapping into my computer and then trying to send codes to my phone, my phone won't answer. So now he stops texting. He wants to call me. I can't answer anything. <laughs> I can't do anything with my phone. I can't do anything with my computer. And he says, uh, uh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I witnessed all of this go down. And I I told y'all, like, Mercury's in retrograde. Six planets are in retrograde, to be fair. But... Well, that that was definitely an experience. And it literally, everything had to be completely shut down down just restarted yeah, 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 yeah and completely it went, restarted it went haywire <laughs> <laughs> but the day to, to um yeah. you can attest to this the day before that i had a similar issue yes like i've had no i recently upgraded or like all of my equipment that i use you know to create shit so i was filling some orders and my machines were just like nah I could hear you. you. Yeah. I could hear you from and the other just, room. And for me, like, it's product waste. So yeah. I, like, I get so frustrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I manage. I get frustrated easily, too, when it comes to tech stuff and when it comes to work with my equipment. But even yesterday, I was like, this isn't you. This is fucking Mercury in retrograde. Well, and, but I feel You're stupid. being tested. I felt really <laughs> stupid because I'm, I'm on the speaker of my cell phone with a laptop in front of me. He's now tapped in because I can't do anything and then he's like 
oh crap, I can't do anything right. either. So he's looking at your screen and yeah, he's like, so yeah, he, all, yeah. And then he's stumped. like, all right, I'm calling you. And I'm like, I can't answer. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> the frustration. Then And then I got weirded out. So, you know, after we hung up, you know, that's where I was like, okay, something like, what the hell? I, I, I need more info. <laughs> Oh, well, Mercury and retrograde. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's really just when the planet of Mercury is going in the opposite direction than it usually goes in, right? But in the astrology, the bigger scheme of things, they say that it can fuck up communication. It can fuck up um, commitments. It can mess with technology. It's not a good time to sign contracts. Uh, different things like that. But. From where I stand, you know, I'm, I'm really big on timing is everything. I'm big on taking your lessons, growth, all of that shit. Anytime that anything in the world is going a little funky is a chance for you. Like even something so small scale as your technology going to shit, you can't get your employee what they need. They were in a panic because they didn't they under- calling me yeah, as well. They didn't understand what was happening on their end, why they weren't getting what they needed. So it, it, there's so much frustration from so many angles, right? Mm-hmm. But that was an opportunity for you to be like, well, there's nothing I can do about this. Yep. It's going to have to be handled the way that it's handled. And we're in a big testing ground right now in general, like universally speaking, like uh, astrologically. Uh, just it's a really big time to take stock in the things that you no longer want to participate in in your life whether that be people things jobs like don't make hasty decisions again that's part of the retrograde is like don't let the don't act off emotion don't let the anything you're feeling right now be uh, a solid decision maker but at the same time it's a good time to kind of reevaluate see where you're at see what you've learned and when those little curveballs get thrown at you like this is a big time for exes and old friends to resurface to come back through and it's, you know, that's a personal journey, but it's a good time <laughs> for you to be like, what lessons did I learn from this? And are, am I about to repeat the same cycles? Because if you show the universe that you're about to repeat the same cycles, they're just going to give you the same cycles. But if you show that you've had that growth and you're ready for a new experience, then you can get that change. Then you can get that, change. Yes. You can get that abundance, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's all part of it. And that's why it's just so important to continue the, the self-work. You know, because even when you do have something that shuts down, like your laptop's not working, your phone's not working. Like I've said, I used to be so easy to frustrate. I mean, I have yelled at inanimate objects <laughs> so many times, you know, and like you've, you've watched me, like, you know, I can go from like zero to 60 in frustration. And I've talked about before how I'm realizing that it's so much of my anxiety, right? Yeah. Because I don't consider myself a perfectionist in many areas of my life, but when it comes to being creative, mm-hmm. I get very possessive yeah. you know about what I'm making and it has to come out a certain way and it really can send me into a spiral so I'm learning to get better like about little things like that like if the machine's not fucking working if it's having a moment then stop like stop trying to get it to print something it's not going to print. like take a moment <laughs> I can I can definitely relate to that because my I I do get frustrated and I I know better than to keep pushing the button <laughs> yeah. to keep opening one more window. You know what I mean? But the, that's sometimes I create more of a problem. For, yeah. For well, I mean, think about the instant gratification that we do get from the electronics that we have. Right. So even if your iPad 
is being weird there's a part of you in your brain that's like you're a brand new fucking ipad like i shouldn't have to wait 10 seconds you should be getting this done in three seconds and that is awful you know that we as a people are like that but we're so accustomed to everything being ready and being at our fingertips that when something is taking a little bit longer it's like are you fucking kidding me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like we have our living room tv has been in in a spin right yeah it has only half of our apps work. Disney, and Disney's not one and of them. Disney's not one of them, which is a huge blow for you. <laughs> like, what are you going to, what are you also going to do if you yeah. can't watch well, Disney? Well, I haven't been watching Disney. I know, I know. <laughs> so, but Discovery Plus is one of them. It just spins and mm-hmm. spins. And it's working. The show is eventually going to come on. But first, it's going to, like, buffer for a minute and a half. And I've done all the things. Like, I've reset their router. I've checked all the connections. I've done the speed tests. I don't know what the problem is. But... Every time I'm trying to watch Discovery Plus, and I know that I have to watch it spin for 30 <laughs> seconds, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, just set it up and then go do another another task. And no, because I forget to even come back. Uh, the I show will start. Yeah, I get and that. And I'll miss 45 minutes of it, and then when I go to rewind it, then it'll take two minutes to buffer now because I'm fucking with the the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, electronics. Uh, I, I definitely don't have the patience for that stuff, but... That has to be so tricky. I think about that a lot. Again, as I've said a million times, I'm not in the corporate world. I haven't worked for a corporation since I left Olive Garden in 2012, you know? But for people who are, like people your age and older and the way that technology changes and the things that you have to get used to, like even just writing emails and stuff, that had to be so fucking weird for people. Wait. Did I even tell you that during that that issue yesterday I was having while I was on the phone with the tech, he asked me twice if I was an employee, and I had already (laughs) given him all of my data, everything. Like, that's how disconnected we were. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, how would I even have this... How would I, how would I have get, this laptop? How would I even be on this phone line? <laughs> and why do I expect you to fix it? Like, that was you so... You should have asked him if he was an employee. <laughs> you should have threw it back and be like, clearly, there's something going on here. <laughs> one of us, one of these things is not like the other. I just like found that silly. I was like, wait, like, the, that... Yeah. But that actually, that happened to you um, when you were doing all your prep for your surgeries and Did. stuff, too. They couldn't access your information because you're an employee. Yeah. So your company, specifically, must just really be ramping up their security absolutely for the protection of their employees yeah and and i'm not yeah i'm not upset about that at all no of course not but that is funny yeah mercury is out it's it's retrograding there's a lot of a lot of change be careful be careful what gets thrown at you if people and things are resurfacing or weird um opportunities are popping up really think things through if x's are reaching out Mm -hmm. just think before you I don't know just think (laughs) (laughs) think before you speak (laughs) oh think before you speak if only we all did that I can tell you one thing people are not thinking before they speak on it what's that the new Ariel oh my god are you kidding me yes are you kidding me so uh, real quick for anyone who doesn't know I'm sure you know Disney is doing a live action version of The Little Mermaid and they released the, the tra- first trailer for yeah. it. And her name's Hallie Bailey, right? Hallie Bailey. Yeah. It's it's like seems silly to say like cuz it's so rhymey that yeah. I always feel like I have it wrong, but I truly believe that's the way it's pronounced. Um and she's a gorgeous black woman and she she's is. playing Ariel. And people are up in arms over it. I there it just it it it's it, funny. It, 
they this is, I was going to say, I find this so humorous. I, um, I think I said this to you recently, but I get a little bummed out that you're so late to the party. Do know. you know what I mean? Like, I was, you know, against Trump, and I was... I was I, I, I fell into it a little bit sooner than you did. There's so much that you missed. Mm-hmm. Like, you missed when the green M&M, when they put her in tennis shoes <laughs> and took her out of heels. And Republicans, like, lost their fucking minds. And they were like, oh, our, our fucking candy can't even be sexy now? Like, our our, <laughs> our chocolate can't be feminine? Oh, my Like, people gosh. are crazy. But not to take, that's not, not to give M&M and take away from Arielle, because it's important. It is. Yeah, the comments, the things that are people saying, and I just, I, I, I just can't. I... To me, I think it's beautiful. I think uh, Hallie's beautiful. Yeah, and her voice. I will. I would watch that over and over again if they used a different woman or a different uh, a person of color. It doesn't matter to me. Um, it's an interesting. But it matters thing. to some. <laughs> well, I mean, we. It matters to all of the black girls who now get to see yeah, a live-action Disney princess right, that it, looks like them. That, that is, but that's not what you mean. No, it, you mean the me, angry people who no, are I don't pissed understand. off about it. The white people who are up in arms I and don't. they're like, it's not historically accurate. Like, she's a fucking mermaid. Yeah. And it's a Disney story. Like, she gives up her voice for a man. Mm-hmm. But there are so many bigger issues with the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. And you guys are worried about who's playing who. But then you can't even applaud this lady. You know what I mean? Like, oh my talent. God, look at you. Yeah, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. But wasn't there a similar... I don't keep up with, like, the Game of Thrones. And, like, that's not my world. But the Lord of Rings. Yes. But didn't they use black actors? Mm -hmm. And people were freaking out because they're like, it's not proper representation. And it's like, they're fucking hobbits and trolls and elves. (laughs) Dragons. Well, you know. mm. Even when um, live action Beauty and the Beast came out, right? At the end, uh, I can't think of his name, but the guy who voices Olaf. Yeah. He dances with another man and people are like, oh, we're just, you know, woke gay propaganda everywhere. And it's like, this movie is about a fucking beast and a woman falling in love. Yeah. <laughs> a beast walking oh, on his hind legs. Yeah, a tall Wearing ass a beast. suit. A beast with big dick energy, too. Yes. Let's not yeah. let's not act like he's not a hot beast. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to front, but... It's still, like, what are we doing here? Like, what is going on? (laughs) That just lets you know that no matter what is going on, someone's going to have a problem with something. Always. You know, while while all of us are over here applauding, yeah, let's do this. Let's see the the change, the progression, the inclusiveness. And someone of no, how dare you? It's it just so kills weird. Me. White people are so weird. Mm. I have been so privileged, well, privileged to be white, but that's a different thing. I'm saying, like, I worked, so I worked for a Filipino family for a very long time, and they're still a very big part of my life. And just being around a different culture, just the conversations that I have had with the kids' grandparents, you know, mm-hmm. because they came over when they were in their 20s. And their grandfather, I remember we were at Johnson's Farm. And um, the youngest one had a school trip. So, of course, the rest of us, uh, what's the word for that? We crashed it. We crashed his trip. We all went to Johnson's (laughs) farm. (laughs) So I took the older two kids. We made a day out of it. Um, But I was sitting there with his grandfather while the kids were playing on the playground. And he was like, it's so crazy to me to look around and see people like me. 
And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I see people who look like me, he said, and talk like me, sound like me. He said, when I first moved here, everything looked like you, you know? Wow. Everything's white. Everyone's white. The companies are white, you know? <laughs> Everything's white. Yeah. And obviously, I've never had to think about that, you know? Neither There's never been a time in my life where I've had to walk into a room, really, and wonder, like, oh, am I going to be the only white person? Mm-mm. I yeah. haven't either. And I'm sure there are white people who have, and you know that's I mean, a I different thing. I went to a thing, school. But... I mean, when I was when I was a teenager, I guess I might have been around 13 or so when I came. Uh, I ended up going to a school where I was the the minority, right? But I don't remember it being a traumatic thing, right? You know, you felt just as included, and yeah, just going to school. It's it's really no. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That on was that. a long ass time ago, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, of course, everyone has different experiences, but when you do watch these reaction videos of some of these young girls, when they see her, you know, when they pan, the camera pans over and you see who's singing, for, first of all, <laughs> the little fucking white girl who said, was it just me or was that Whitney Houston? <laughs> I'm sure everybody has seen that TikTok by now. I lost my shit. Like, between her face... The conf- like the confusion on her face because I think she genuinely means it. Yeah, she and did. And then her fucking accent, it just oh, it was. And, and you gold. know, I I got to watch a lot of little boys and 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 grown black men reaction, and it it was a sight to see. You know what I mean? And it it's gave, emotional. It, it was emotional. It's like when you watch people. Um, I always get super emotional. Well, military homecomings used to get me. All right, that would get me. And then also when kids get into college. Okay. You ever watch the videos yes. of when kids find out and they're like parents lose their mind? That I will cry over every college That's awesome. video. But these reaction <laughs> videos were great. Just so many little girls. Oh, how exciting is that? It's very exciting. You know? I want to see it. <laughs> well, yeah, the movie's going to be fucking great because, I mean, it's Disney. What do you know? We don't have Disney, so. Not in the living room. You can watch it upstairs in your room. Yeah, I can sit in my room and watch it. Go to your room and watch Disney. <laughs> Oh, People boy. will bitch about anything. Absolutely. So funny. Ah, oh, I can't. <laughs> me either. You made me think of Karens when you say that. Mm. Have you been watching any good Karens on TikTok? Anything new? Um, there's same old Karens. New, same old thing. You know, it's not about masks this week. It's about, um, uh, what are they called? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just lost my, my everything in my head. <laughs> Everything. I was on a train of thought. I looked out the window and I was like, "Train crashed." What are you? Did even, a bird fly by? Yeah, what are you even thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, story of my life. I'm telling you. Sometimes, and and you can literally like the saying of like it's on the tip of my tongue. That moment when you know what you were gonna say or think, but you can't pull it out of your mouth. Yeah, and one of the things um, I didn't mention that is not such a great. Uh, post-op feeling i have a lot of gas <laughs> shocking <laughs> yeah no but i mean I, and, 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 and it's gas pain yeah yeah yeah. so i uh and it's up under my right shoulder yeah you know so it's kind of like it was a little made me a little nervous at first because i started experiencing a lot of discomfort there and i'm like that's the fucking pain i got yeah before i before had surgery had, gotcha. and now i realize 
it was gas. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been gassing this whole time. Yeah, but it's like, so if anything comes out real loud, it's a burp. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they've all heard you fart before if they've listened. Oh, right, the one in the kitchen. Yeah, if they've listened mm-hmm. to... See, I probably had a bad pain. There you go. I've been suffering a long time from it. See, you're <laughs> like a public farter, too. Like, you don't care. Like, when I do care, though. I do. I <laughs> it doesn't do. seem like you care. When I, we're walking through fucking wherever we end up, God only knows, probably Walmart or Target or fucking Bosco. No, but don't mean that, don't, don't, you know, I really do care. I just try to figure out the best timing. Like, I'm, I don't even know if this is, um, talent or if I should be ashamed, but I literally could sometimes walk to the beat of the fart. <laughs> It's awful. That's how much gas I had. But I also, you suffer from that because I say to myself, okay, I have this pain. Do I go up the escalator and get on the train platform? <laughs> Do I take this risk? Do I try to get it out before I get, Who? what if? Right. What if someone comes up behind me and they run up the See, now and- you're triggering me. I feel like gas might have been a re- oh, huge reason I stopped going to college. <laughs> like, just having to sit in pain for three hours. Yes. You so, know, holding it in. Yeah. Yeah. And so even the, if you let it out, it doesn't mean that it's over. Wait, I mean. It's like me with no, no, sneezing. No, no. You know, it, seven more are coming. I don't even know if anyone else experiences this. But try to imagine driving and you have like an awful gas pain that nails your lower left abdomen. Abdomen, right? Uh-huh. And it's just like so tight and you're driving. So your right foot. Now. I'm not driving a stick anymore, so my right foot's using the gas. Uh-huh. My left foot is pressed so hard <laughs> down on the bottom of the car, and I'm almost leaning. I'm no lo- my butt is no longer in my seat. <laughs> but then you're able to release it. Thankfully, I'm not like one of those people who drive on live and stuff. Because yeah. <laughs> do you think anyone who drives by you, they're like, oh, she's out of her they seat. They know. She's yeah, that must be the fart position when you're driving. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody can tell that you're lifting in the driver's seat. Oh, you poor people. I cannot That's why believe I have you just windows. had to go through that. That's why I have tinted windows. There you go. So I can do all the embarrassing shit. Right, not me. Everyone knows when I'm up to it, the facial I know. expressions. I've had times where I've like gotten in your car after, because <laughs> usually we're in my car if we go out, and then we get in yours. And Which I, is not often. And your windows are not tinted. Everyone could see everything. Like everybody can see me staring at them. <laughs> Because now I'm in the passenger seat. It's like a whole new world. I have all this free time. I do like it. I, I, I found that I love being a passenger. <laughs> Shocking. Um, and I love that people can't really see me. Like, I can make faces. I do sometimes. And then you're like, better wait. Depends on how the sun's shining. That's true. They might get a glimpse <laughs> of what you're doing. So if you had, like, an endless supply of money, chauffeur is definitely on the list, right? Yeah. Would you sit in the back or would you sit up front with the chauffeur? It depends on the chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you fucking what. If I'm included in the endless money, it's not going to be me anymore. Right. I mean, it would, it would depend, <laughs> you know. But it, would, it wouldn't be, like, a big car. It'd be, like, an SUV. I'd sit in the front. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know you would because you'd have to fucking dictate. I'd Even though you have front. no idea where you're going, yeah. you have to be able to tell them. I'd sit in the front. Yeah. <laughs> What's, like, the weirdest thing that you would pay someone to do for you if you just had a shit ton of money? I don't even know if it's a weird thing, but I would get my feet rubbed daily, and I'd pay a lot of money for it. It's probably not weird, but that's worth it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely someone to do your hair. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, I'd hire someone to roll my blondes. Yes. For sure. Um, A cook. 
That's it. I just need a personal maid. That's it. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's more an assistant. It's not really a maid, no, right? No, I wouldn't want anyone waiting on me. You no, know what I mean? No, no, I, no. You don't have to serve def- me. You don't have to wash my dishes and stuff like that. Really? I would uh, Maybe. It depends. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could get a dishwasher. Yeah. With an endless supply of money. But I wouldn't mind. Uh, would um, you get a gift wrapper? <laughs> I would just do it. No, I don't. I don't even wrap gifts anymore. That's true. We don't give gifts, Mm-mm. or we send it in Venmo. <laughs> yeah, happy fucking birthday! Mm-hmm. And they like it. I've I learned like that. It. You you taught me that. Hell yeah! First My, of all, you're like first of all, your niece does not want to read a card from you. She doesn't. Send her a hundred bucks, and she's like. I mean, me we've never up. been big card people anyway. Like no. you would shame us as kids, like if we got you a card, Why you'd be you like, you spent. Three dollars and ninety nine fucking cents on a piece of paper, and I'm like, uh, that's what you're supposed to do. And you're like, no, write it. Just write fucking Happy Mother's Day. Don't spend your money Sign on that. Sign it. Like I don't care. Yeah, and, you don't. Don't spend your money. And then on you that. got me in the zone, and I'm like, great. Now I don't give cards, or I just I used to like make them. I remember. You would, and they're. I think a great alternative too, if you're giving for a kids party or for a baby, I think a book is always a great alternative to a card, and then you sign it. So then it's like. They'll have it forever too. That you signed me it. A, yeah, I even have one that said you made me one out of a heart. And what did it say? It said thank you for choosing life, but that was actually a joke. <laughs> That's when I was. And my kids were so little; we were nannying, and they were. I was nannying. We were all nannying together. <laughs> I was a nanny. I was teaching them to nanny. They, we were making, like, Valentine's Day things, and I had a heart, so I made one, too. Mm-hmm. So thank you for choosing. I think I life. still have it somewhere. Yeah. Thank when you I unpack my it. boxes. I've been here almost two years. But because when I women un- should have the right to choose. That's right. That's why I thanked you for choosing it. Yeah. I chose life. Because things are okay for me here. Mm-hmm. But if you wouldn't have chosen it, I wouldn't have known the difference. And I wouldn't have gotten the card. <laughs> look. how Yeah. Look at yeah. And I would have never thought about it. <laughs> and we all would have been okay. And we wouldn't be here now. And everything would still be okay. It would. <laughs> Believe it or not. It would. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, women do have a right to choose. They do. They, yep, absolutely. I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. Because now, since we were talking about Ariel and people being so upset, you know, about the new Little Mermaid being black, uh, also since we've last you know overshared the the queen died the queen did die the queen died the night before your surgery or something like that it doesn't matter yeah 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 she did because she died on my friend joey's birthday right yes 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 um i could not give two fucks <laughs> yeah you mentioned that <laughs> about the queen dying <laughs> but but the reason i i swung it back to the Ariel, the Ariel thing is because the amount of hate that you see online for me- for megan markle is so can someone please tell me what this woman did nothing like, she was, what did she, she was do born. wrong? She but, was born. I'm so... She was born black. <laughs> <laughs> and she got divorced. The horror. Yeah. Like, I'm so confused yeah. by Me this. Me too. And especially... So did you see that when they were doing the Queen's procession for her funeral or whatever, there was a heckler... Yes, I did. ...who yelled out that, you know, Prince Andrew sucks, basically. I don't mm-hmm. know what he said word for word, and but they that absolutely was, removed they him. They arrested imme- him. Removed him immediately. They arrested him. him. Like no free people, speech. People over here want to bitch about free speech. Like you can't even heckle. So there are people who said that it was poor timing. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the poor timing argument? 
I don't think it was. I think it was his timing. It doesn't matter what yeah. was going on. That what was is the, the point of him trying to right. stay. He sucks. He took his moment. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna uh, like applaud him. He yeah. sucks. Well, let us ask. You know, when is the right time to call out a pedophile? <laughs> There's never a wrong time. This doesn't seem to be a wrong time. There does not seem to, and that, and that's what's wrong with it. You know, what I mean? you don't want to hear that. So this isn't a good time. Yeah, the amount of people you see protecting Prince Andrew and even Prince Charles, like. It's 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 just wild to me. I mean, the way Prince Charles treated his wife and his children and the things that they were subjected to and had to go through. And again, I've mentioned before the way that men are able to cheat. But then, you know, excuse me. <laughs> that was a guess. Now, I imagine. <laughs> imagine how that felt. That was like that was a that was a bubble under. <sighs> you got one out. Yeah, I did. I feel better. <laughs> and they protected these men. And, you know, one has raped children is just disgusting and it's like oh but Meghan Markle is the enemy and then people are like sheep tore Harry away like from where I've been sitting she didn't Harry left first of all like Harry left yeah you guys were the the British media and the royal family were criticizing them as a couple they were cruel to her as a person everything she does they pick it I mean that's what the media does they pick it apart and and paint her into something completely different i just don't understand it and and they can't fathom that harry has a mind of his own and he makes his own decisions and he decided um you don't you know he set his boundaries and he chose his wife and his child and children there's two of them now children and i i applaud that hell yeah Mm -hmm. and then also again back with the poor timing so people are saying it's not appropriate for people to mock the death of the queen. And I know you don't really have much knowledge or care for the royal family, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? How do you feel about people mocking the death of the queen? I feel like it's freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I really do. And that's where, I mean, it could be a slippery slope, but why does it get to be okay for one person and not okay for the next? Yeah. Especially you, it, I mean, one might feel it's mocking the queen. The other one might feel like, I have a right to feel how I'm I feel. I truth. don't like how she handled things. There's a lot of things exactly. she didn't handle so fucking great. Exactly. I think the whole, um, there's a very interesting thing that happens too around death. Uh, when a person <laughs> dies, it's almost as if they're put on a pedestal and all of the bad things that they did should be washed away. Or it's like, oh, you can't speak ill of the dead. You can't say anything about the dead person that might paint them in a bad light oh i don't want to affect their legacy but like if you're telling the truth about it, the way a person behaved that's on them that's right. that's on the dead mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have been shitty and right. then people wouldn't have all these shitty things right to say about you and then if there's other people that are confirming how shitty the person was i mean it's it it's, is what it is but you know these are the types of things that they do to brush yep this is how generational trauma continues and that's why those uncles and those whatever you know what i mean they keep getting to do those bad things because you live your whole life with everybody hush hush and all the shit you did and then when you die you get praised Mm -hmm. and it's everything's now buried six feet under or burned no tell it who it is so-and-so died. He was a no-good prick. (laughs) He lied. He cheated. Mm -hmm. He stole. Yeah. 
Bye-bye. Why should you get to live a shitty fucking life and then people protect you in your absence? Mm. The people, the same people that you hurt. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Now, like, now granted, I've, I've spoken before. As far as I know, my dad is very much alive. We don't have any contact. I don't plan to, you know, dismiss him. Like, when, he, when my dad dies, it's going to be absolutely devastating for me. Obviously, for a lot of reasons. He is my dad. However... I'm never going to not tell the truth about the way he treated me, the way he behaved, the way he treated us as a family. And that's not to make him look bad. I mean, even he's alive and I'll tell the truth about him now. His death doesn't change what he did. To make him look bad. And I, I feel the same way about my brother. I'm never saying things to paint them in a certain light. And their interactions with other people are never going to be similar to the interactions I have with them. Nope. And that goes for everyone. That's even when you compare relationships you know what i mean like oh this happened with me and my ex so this is what's going to happen in this situation in the future that's not true every single relationship is so different because you're dealing with completely different people absolutely but i still think it's it's necessary to be honest right and 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 tell the truth this is because like you said that's how people who are bad people Mm -hmm. can get to continue to be bad people because there's people protecting them for the sake of and then someone legacy. throws out all, only their good stuff, and then they have this amazing legacy. Fuck you! You uh-huh. don't get. You don't deserve that. No way. You just don't deserve that. No, because people who have worked hard on their self growth or tried to be better people and do the right thing. And I got to tell you, Gen Z is making the change. They're like, I am. I'm calling you out for who you are. You're a pedophile. <laughs> you know though. what I mean? And no, they really are. Right. You're a, you're, you're a sex trafficker. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they, no, for real. Though. They no, are, I'm not laughing at it. They are at calling it, no. out these politicians. They are calling out these judges. And uh, bring it on. I, yes. Yes. I see your generation. It's, it's so interesting to me. So you were like, what, a teen in the 70s? No, you were a teen in the 80s. Yeah, I was born in 68. You're born in 68. So you're more like... A teen, late seventies, early eighties. I can't even do math, so it doesn't matter. But so I feel like nineteen eighty six. Yeah, you started high school. No, that would have been my graduation year. Eighty eight. I had you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I started high school. You started high school, <laughs> and then you got pregnant. I'm a little bit older than you just realized. That's but okay. yeah, I was. Um, I was a teen. I, so anyway, what I was think i was trying to get at is i feel like the 70s and 80s was like a real stick it to the man like that's when people first started being like hold the fuck up this shit isn't working for us like there's bigger things at work here and then i feel like the 90s somehow became conformity again because i don't know i just feel like people my age grew up in such a chunk of time not that yours didn't but it's just different such a chunk of time where it was like you do not talk back. You do not speak bad about people. You protect. You know, it's just such an, a weird yeah, so thing. And we, I feel like so many people my age are, are, are growing out of it and also seeing Gen my, Z yeah, and being my, like, wait, we don't have to be talked to that way? My generation definitely, or at least me, you know, I definitely heard that children would be seen and not heard. Right. You know what I mean? And I know that I projected that. You know what I mean? Um, right, but that's, that's specific to us. Yes, I'm saying yes, just a generational. bigger platform in the state. Like, if you look back outside of, like, that I can specifically remember outside of, um, shit, out of, like, the riots in L.A., mm-hmm. 
I don't remember the 90s being full of, like, protest and change. Mm-mm, me either. I mean, somebody can definitely correct me if I'm wrong. Again, in the 90s, you know, I was very right. young. But I don't remember it being a time of protest, a time of standing up for your rights, a time of pushing for change, whereas the 70s and 80s clearly were. Right. And now clearly is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like for so long in the middle... It just kind of... Everything laid dormant Society was just yeah. like, no, it is this way. Mm-hmm. And we we all know it. We're all yeah. living at this certain baseline. And yeah. we're all, anyone who doesn't fit it is just going to keep their mouth shut and try to stay under the radar and not mention how they're different. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to try to fit the fuck in. And now we're in this, this time again, which I feel like happened back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, where it's like, I don't want to fucking fit in. I want to feel good. I want to live my life the way I want to live my life, you know? And yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it, 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 I, I'm... I'm proud to... I'm proud to be alive to watch this change. Yeah. I'm saddened that I have to see what changes and what everybody's up against. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think you also embrace it, though. Like, you yeah. realize that even now at 53, Four, I keep calling you 53. Mm-hmm. At 54, you can also change. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be formatted into this person or this thought process of what you had been or what you had been taught. You know, the world is your fucking oyster. You, right. can, you can go on. You can change. You can decide to move. You can decide to take a new job. Like, we don't have to be locked into these things right. for life. We yep. don't have to be locked into these thought processes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so much of society kind of pushes you into feeling like you're supposed to feel stuck you're supposed to feel drained you're supposed to feel overworked right fuck that yes which is why (laughs) i like the option to work from home girl even if you're saving money traveling you know all that oh yeah fuck a commute (laughs) i know that's right (sighs) you're right over there i'm i'm hanging in there (laughs) all right well as usual Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It was so great to talk to you. We are sorry about last week, but... I just thought you were getting ready to, to apologize for my burps. Fuck that. <laughs> we I are sorry apo- for Maria Buster. I won't guys. apologize for the guests. I won't apologize <laughs> for the foul language. And I won't apologize for the woke propaganda. Good for you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>